All right, boys and girls, it's another edition of the Black Flag Playbook presented by Only Podiums. I am Bradley Sauce here, one-third of the Black Flag Podcast and the host of the Black Flag Playbook. I don't know, did I just say Black Flag Podcast? Holy fuck, I don't know. I always fuck this up. Uh, this is why Charlie usually intros us on the actual show. Um, but uh, yeah, just another Thursday night, another Thursday night uh, without Reagan. Uh, typically how these work is, uh, you know, Reagan and I decide to record between, uh, you know, seven and you know 10 o'clock. And I'm like, yeah, definitely the earlier, the better. And uh, nine times out of 10, Reagan gets either lost at sea or he's like fist fucking a lawnmower or he's doing anything other than uh, focusing on the black flag playbook. Uh, so uh, we had to call in the big guns. We had to call in the uh, the man that uh, has his metric, has a bunch of notes for us week in and week out, and keeps track of our stats. Uh, we got Mason Dunn. Uh, had to pull uh, pull Mason out of. I, I can't even say the minor leagues. I think Reagan's in the minors, and you're uh, you're just a major league reliever here. So uh, what's going on, Mason? How how are we doing? Oh, just another beautiful day up here in Virginia to recovering from Caraway. Another fun night of watching somebody win, but not win. Yeah, would uh, who who'd you have down at Caraway? Well, with the uh, the Rattley War guys and the pros, Tana Zilich and uh, Dawson Sutton had, I don't know, we were okay. We just weren't good enough to beat Caden, I guess. Yeah, well, hey, you could have been working on the uh, the sixty two and the uh, late model stocks, and you could have won, and then uh, gone home and found out that you didn't win. So that, they at least got their their picture taken in free hats. So I mean, they got yeah. something. Yeah. Hey, I mean, yeah, pictures live forever. Honestly, if I could, if I ever, uh, you know, get behind the wheel of something again, I'm probably just going to DQ the piss out of it and just go out there, win a race, and uh, just have that photo to put on the mantle, even though uh, I'll have to give the trophy back at the end of the night. The uh, the picture shows that I had it at one point. But uh, I know that you have a uh, extensive amount of notes. Actually, I should probably pull up uh, last week's results because I know that Reagan and I had a pretty solid week. I'm uh, just going to pretend like uh, Reagan didn't make picks last week, though, because uh, he's he's not here. But you, uh, you kicked his behind anyway, or I can cuss on you. You kicked his ass anyway. Yeah, I uh, I had uh, I had a pretty solid little week, and uh, I actually I threw in a, a Truex top three last minute as well. I forgot uh, to add that or for the week before. I forgot to add it to the spreadsheet. I did say I did say to uh, to Reagan, or actually I said on the podcast last week that uh, that was going to be my lock of the week, presented by Scott Scott Fowler, and uh, I didn't pick it. Uh, initially, but uh, I did throw that in there last minute and that hit. So uh, that was cool. But uh, yeah, going back off Nashville and then the, uh, the uh, NAS trunks, I had uh, I had Carson Hosevar for a top three. He ended up picking up the dub. So that was a good plus 225 right there. Uh, top guy on the metric. He made me look good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, Nick Sanchez is up there on the metric too as well. I, Reagan had him for a top three. He backdoored his way into a top three, uh, plus 300 for him. And then uh, Going into the Nasfinity race, felt pretty good about it. Uh, I actually put in the bet pretty late, but Ty Gibbs was plus 350, uh, or maybe it was plus 450 when I picked it on the show. I don't know. His odds dropped tremendously. I think I might have got him at plus 300 or something. Uh, didn't feel great about it, but uh, looked like he was going to win real fast in practice, fastest in averages, stuff like that. So uh, he goes out there and gets hit by Humpty Dumpty, and uh, that ends his day. He, he gets absolutely smoked. And uh, then I had to put all my eggs in Riley Herb's basket. And, you know, whenever you have to put all your eggs in Riley Herb's basket, bad things are probably going to happen. And uh, turns out some good things happened last weekend in Nashville. Uh, Riley Herb's picks up a uh, second place finish, actually, cashing in uh, one of my best bets of the year for sure. Uh, plus 750 for that one for a top three. Um, I don't believe Reagan hit any of those. And then uh, going into the uh, the old Winston Cup race. 
I had Bill Byron to win. Uh, I was actually at a pool party. Felt pretty good about it. I looked up at one point, uh, Chastain, Truex, and Byron were three wide for the lead. And I was like, fucking hey, man, we look kind of smart this week. So, uh, unfortunately, Byron did not pick up the win. Hamlin did finish in the top three, plus 225 on that one. So, we scored a little bit of cash in every single uh, every single race. And um, we'll, uh, we'll take that to the bank for sure. And uh, like I mentioned, I did actually add a Truex top three into my bet card, which Reagan had as well, which hit. He also had Chastain. For a top five plus two hundred plus one sixty five on those two, so uh, not a bad, not a bad little week. Uh, definitely profitable week, and uh, Reagan slows me some money, so hopefully he uh, sends me that over before he uh, before he hears this. Actually, um, but yeah, going into uh, going into this week, a little bit of a wild card. Um, not much in terms of notes or uh, real history when it comes to racing on the street, especially in Chicago. Uh, hopefully, uh, all the cars have their bulletproof. You know, fucking door bars on there and shit. I don't know. Uh, definitely a weird little location. The air quality is not going to be good. Hopefully uh, all the fans uh, bring their N95 masks because those definitely work. Um, but yeah, going into uh, going into this weekend, we got the Xfinity Series in action and we got the Cup Series in action. Um, looking over the odds real quick as I uh, pull this up thankful for the uh, old barstool sports book wish it was legal in maine but our governor's a cunt so uh the the, the loop 121 allegedly is uh, what we're calling the nasfinity race cole custer is the favorite plus 450 then you get justin allgaier sheldon creed both at plus 600 and uh a lot of a lot of good odds on some of these guys for a race that uh may may very well may turn into a shit show uh you might be able to get some of these guys for a, a nice long shot win where uh I mean, the fourth fourth place guy in the odds, John Hernemichek, plus 1,000. Uh, I like that one a lot. Um, then Sammy Smith, Parker Kligerman, uh, both in the 1,100-1,200 uh, range. And then it just drops off pretty stiffly from there. Uh, I mean, Josh Berry's coming in at a plus 220, uh, a guy that's probably been on the uh, sim racing this thing. Uh, you know, just And he's I, sneaky. A lot of people overlook him because he's not a road course guy. But you look at, you know, he's got 10 races seven top tens and three top fives with a P3 at Road America in his, in his road course history. One of those top tens being in the Jordan Anderson car, which is another team I'm keeping my eye on this weekend. Yep. Yeah, you can get uh, you can get Josh Berry to plus 600 for a top three. So that's uh, that's sneaky value right there. Um, I uh, I actually have – I've already placed some of my bets because uh, Reagan did send me some of my bets. I went over to the Seekonk Speedway yesterday and I uh, was in Massachusetts, able to place some of them. And uh, I actually uh, – I don't have uh, an extensive amount of notes on the uh, Xfinity series when it comes to uh, when it comes to these two um, or not these two, these uh, these road course races um, between the two of them. I only have the uh, the Cup Series notes, but uh, do you have your notes handy there? For, uh, the yeah, series? I mean, so I was just looking at layouts. I think Portland is going to be our best comparable as it's it's the flatter. Most of the other uh, road courses we have on the schedule have some kind of hills or bankings. Um so looking back, I mean, you're notable as he got Spencer Pompelli, big road course guy. He's in the 07. Justin Martz coming back after a five-year vacation um, from his last second-place finish at the Roval in 18 to drive the 10 car. Connor Mozak in the 19. Parker Chase, another road race guy in the 24. Preston Partis in the 50. He's a, a big Miata driver. Uh, Miguel Paluto returns. And then there's another guy I was looking at. I mean, we got Alex LeBay in the Emerling car. He's got some road history. There is a European driver um, driving 
one of the seed cars. Uh, Andres, where is it? Andres Tas- Andre Castro. Oh no, he's in. He's in a Wuji's car. Alex Dinette is in the thirty-six. Who did I see that was in? Seed Ryan Rod Ryan Seed becoming the uh, the empire of the Xfinity series with this with Joe Graff and Brent Sherman making his triumphant return. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, there's some names on this list for sure. It's going to be interesting. I mean, you also got Blaine Perkins driving the Hour Motorsports car. He's sneaky. Uh, Skeletor, Joey Gase in the 08. Um, everybody else is pretty well standard. Jeremy Clements is good for a sneaky road course here and there. Will this be the weekend? Who knows? Um, but obviously, you know, we looked bad last week, Almendiner, uh, with the old Sandy wrecking his tar to be in better than better than everybody. You threaten Riley Herbst's job and he comes out with a P2. Sam Mayer, Austin Hill, after getting three confirmed kills, <laughs> uh, finishes fourth. Which that was I don't know if you noticed it about the the RCR wrecks. Each one of them wrecked a Gibbs car and collected a junior motorsports car. Clockwork. Yeah. And then Sheldon Creed dot you know I think you made more money last week than Sheldon Creed did in the end. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, I wouldn't be too shocked in that, especially with uh, you know fine coming uh, a little bit later for uh, re- that wreck with uh, Sammy Smith. But uh, yeah, I mean it was it was an absolute shit show. I mean the, it was the SK Xfinity Series, a little seek and kill action for those uh, those RCR cars for sure. But uh, the, the yeah, Thunder the, Road Street Finity. Yeah, yeah, I actually have Thunder Road on right now. The Flying Tiger feature, seventy five laps. They're uh, they're wrecking a lot of it. I just looked up and saw father son duo both stuffed in the fence in turns three and four. So uh, they got uh, they got quite a little bit of a shit show going on over there. We got the RCR cars out there at Thunder Road. But um, going off of uh, the last uh, last race at Sonoma, last road course race, obviously Eric Almirola picked up that win. AJ Allmendinger. Uh, Kyle Larson, Ty Gibbs, and Parker Kligerman. The only one in the field this week is going to be Parker Kligerman. Those guys. Uh, uh, those, those cup guys aren't allowed to come down and run this Chicago race, get any experience. So, um, going, uh, going off of your metric there, looks like, uh, looks like Sammy Smith is, uh, coming at a pretty, pretty good number there. He's got quite a little bit of a gap over Austin Hill and Sheldon Creed. Um, get a 6.3, uh, for Sammy Smith and 8.07 for Austin Hill and 8.17 for Sheldon Creed. Uh, Justin Allgaier at a 9.13, Jeffrey Earnhardt at a 10.13. Parker Kligerman at a 12.17, Kaz Gralla at a 12.27, Josh Berry at a uh, 17.2, and Sam Mayer at a 20.77. Um, yeah, I so- think those last two, it, 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 they're getting dinged up on their, their metric by a few of the uh, like the last three and stuff. But like Josh, like we said, he has a, a, some good road course stats on him. I mean, he's not far down. He's uh, 11th in the ranking. And then Sam Mayer has a lot of road course history. Him, him, and Sammy, and a couple of these other young guys coming up have run a lot of TA two um, as part of their development. So that that factors into a lot of uh, what we're going to see this weekend with a brand new track. Yeah, I think uh, just going off of those stats that you mentioned, uh, Josh Berry ten uh, road course starts, seven top ten finishes, three top fives, P three at Road America. I mean, uh, I'm going to look at. Uh, you know, Josh Berry at a uh, at a plus six hundred. I think anytime you can get a, a Josh Berry at a at a, that number to finish in the top three, you kind of got to go with it. Especially being that uh, I was listening to uh, I think Denny Hamlin's podcast. I was looking at some tweets, stuff like that. People were talking about how uh, the guys that uh, 
you know, have put in a lot of sim work on this racetrack uh, are going to have a bit of an advantage. And I can only assume that Josh Berry is out there uh, grinding on the, uh, on the sim. And obviously he's a really good sim racer. So uh, I think that my first pick of the weekend is going to be uh, the top three, Josh Berry plus 600. And uh, I already, I already do have a, uh, uh, the, the winner, uh, which is not one of your three winners actually down here on this list. I'm going to have to go with the old uh, you know, trophy truck driver. The, uh, the guy that I've seen uh, sliding around taking jumps and shit on uh, on pavement down some roads and shit like that with uh, with Sheldon Creed. I think uh, <laughs> I don't know how many times I can pick Sheldon Creed and have him let me down, but uh, might as well do it one more time and uh, give it a try in Chicago. You're, you're ready to be hurt again. Yeah, it's one of those things, you know, Parker Kligerman hurt me even worse. So, um, you know, Parker Kligerman's dead to me and uh, he'll be dead for a while. Uh, I don't know about. I don't know. Uh, I can't imagine there's going to be another situation, maybe a, a plate track that I might pick him. But uh, until then, uh, I ain't going with him. He's dead. And uh, Riley Herbs hurt me a couple times. Uh, we, we redeemed ourselves last weekend. Sheldon Creed's hurt me time and time again. And uh, we're going to try it again. We're going to see if we can't get hurt. Sheldon was seventh at Portland um, with 47 lap sleds. So that's not a terrible pick. I, I think, you know, I've got, I try to do three of each and, in no particular order, but if I'm going to pick one out of my, the three that I put down, cause I have, you know, I have Josh, I have Kligerman. And I do have Retzlaff on there as a long shot. If you're feeling frisky, but I think that the guy that really has my eyes, Connor Mozak in that 19 car, he ran eighth to Portland in Sam's car, which love Sam to death. We have great supporters of his team. They're still building. They're not quite where the 19 is. You know, he finished two spots behind the 19 at Portland with Myatt Snyder driving. So it may be a top three, not far-fetched. I think a lot of guys are going to ha- get real um, risky with their strategies on this one. And that's why I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid to look down the list at a Parker Retzlaff. Or I don't think it's crazy to see, uh, I just had the top three odds up, um, a guy like Parker Chase with a lot of road course or, or Tate, uh, Sage Karam. You know, Cassate's chairman plus sixteen hundred, that could be a big payout with one pit stall, one pit stop going the right direction. What what's really tough to uh to think about when you look at a, a road course like this, you know, a lot of guys you know, are we stage racing at uh at this street course? I think they're doing it but not stopping. Okay. I've lost track of that. Yeah, I was gonna say if we—I didn't know if we—if uh, we went back. I know it's so confusing; it's hard to uh, keep track at home, especially I assume for uh, you know the new fans are gonna be tuning in just because this, this is a novelty. But um, you know, it was always tough when you picked road course guys because you never knew if they were going to uh, you know try to short pit the stage and uh, go for track position, or if you're gonna be like a Justin Allgaier. I remember a couple years ago I picked Justin Allgaier to win the race, and he just kept going out there getting stage points, and then restarted the final stage in like 28th and just just was stuck. Um, had no shot of really winning the thing. So it was always tough, uh, you know, picking a guy that had already won that year or, uh, or a guy that was like kind of on the bubble looking in, that was going to try to go out there and win each stage, get some playoff points, get some stage points and, uh, uh, just try to, you know, not really try to win the race. But, uh, you know, I think a guy like, uh, obviously there's a, there's a, a bunch of guys in here that have nothing to lose. Sammy Smith, Cole Cuss already picked up a win this year. Uh, Justin Marks, obviously, this is a one-off. And, uh, you know, Kligerman really just kind of swinging for the fences. Josh Berry doesn't have a win. And, uh, obviously, neither does Connor Mozak. So, uh, and Parker Retzlaff. I can see I could see it, uh, you know, coming down to a crazy strategy play. And, um, you know, a guy that 
kind of uh, ran for the stage points all day. Cause I think that even at the last couple road course races, they still pitted and, and pretended like there was a stage because obviously the points were going to get awarded. Um, so, you know, I think that, uh, I think a lot of people will, will uh, try to play the strategy like that guys have already picked up wins this year and uh, not that they're not going for the win, but uh, just trying to maximize their day and kind of get out of, uh, get out of Chicago before getting shot. So um, yeah, for uh, the Xfinity series, I will go with, uh, I'll go Sheldon Creed to win and Josh Berry for a top three. Kind of kind of boring picks. Sheldon Creed's one of the uh, one of the favorites for sure. Um, you know, plus six hundred for uh, for Sheldon Creed. He's he's third on the list behind Cole Custer and Justin Allgaier. But I I got a good feeling about him. I've seen him wheel one of them their stadium trucks, and uh, not that that has any correlation at all. But I want it to, and I I want to get hurt again. So Sheldon Creed, Josh Berry, those are my two guys for the Xfinity Series. Yeah, I mean this this week's going to be different than anything we've seen. We got twelve turns, sits of our nineties. I mean, my street course betting record is one and one. I bet Marcus Erickson at Nashville two years ago, sweated that out in my pool uh, and, and cashed that for his big money. But I, I'm conflicted. I want to go Sammy because I like him. And, and especially at plus 1100, I think it's good. But I think Justin Martz might be the play here. I think that 10 team is finding their momentum. I think is Alex Yance the crew chief on that deal? Because if so, that's gonna make me feel a lot better about the pick. That sounds sounds right, but uh, I don't I don't have three screens. So yes, Yance Yance is the crew chief. So late mile stock car guy, we'll ride and die together. Um, a lot of late mile stock guys on the on the bots for these races, but Alex Yance, I, I think he's got that program straightened out, and they're going to be a threat. I was going to say uh, I I did want to put it on record. Um, I'm actually uh, I, I was surprised that you uh, you went with the Justin Marks pick. I thought I was going to uh, kind of surprise some people when I say that uh, I want my Josh Berry top three to be the uh, the one that's recorded on the scorecard. But uh, I'm going to be watching those practice times. And if Justin Marks is anywhere close to the front, um, definitely even before that, actually, probably just for an odds play, I might sprinkle, you know, 20 bucks or so something just something little and then uh, maybe a little bit more if he uh, if he looks good in practice. But uh, sprinkle it on a top three for Justin Marks. I could definitely see something like that happening. I, I really think uh, after listening to uh, Denny Hamlin's podcast, obviously it's different from the uh, the sim, but uh, or I don't even know. Maybe he was talking about iRacing. I don't know if it's on iRacing, but uh, the, I mean, uh, is Chevy still letting Josh in the sim building? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's true. His um, pin his pin might not work anymore, like the the boy on Hard Knots. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, listening to Denny's podcast though he was talking about how uh i think he said that he's ran he's ran the uh chicago street course a ton of times and every single time he wrecks on this same exact corner and he has not gotten past this corner so um i really think that they're gonna i mean they're gonna wreck a lot of shit that's just um it's not gonna be uh i don't think it's gonna be a, a real clean ordeal but uh i just wanted to look to see what justin mark justin marks plus 450 for a top three which actually makes me feel a lot better about uh josh barry at a plus 600 because uh, if i'm gonna pick between the two of those guys I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go Josh Berry. I feel uh, as as long as he's still getting uh, his his code working in the the uh, the sim. I uh, I hope that uh, I think I think a good weekend's gonna come out of him. And I do I do really uh, I like Sammy Smith. So there might be uh, there's gonna be one of those two guys, Justin Marks or Sammy Smith, that's gonna get a little bit of cash on the side uh, as a little side bet, but uh, not on the actual scorecard. So I, I think this is one of those races where you can kind of take a roulette strategy and yeah. just take ten bucks. And spread it a dollar a piece across ten of these guys on the lower half of the top three odds, and just be pleasantly surprised if like a Joe Graf Jr. gets a top three. That'd be a dollar to make 
a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or a Spencer Pompelia plus 4,000, a Gannett at 2,500. I mean, honestly, yeah. uh, that would be, that'd be Risk extra it. cool. That'd be extra cool with, uh, you know, our patented BFP banger up at loud and uh, Joe Graf jr. Is uh, at a hundred percent attendance. So, uh, Honestly, uh, that might be uh, that might be a play as well. I'm gonna be in Massachusetts all weekend, so a couple, two, three drinks and uh, some crazy shit's gonna happen on the on the bet card. But think that uh, I think we pretty much exhausted the Xfinity series. Uh, a little bit more notes coming uh, on the Cup series, so uh, looking forward to uh, diving into those right now. Uh, just going uh, off of your notes, we got some notables: uh, Jensen Button in the 15, uh, Shane Van Gisbergen. I am I am high on Van Gisbergen this weekend. I. I... I think he's if anyone's going to win in a Project 91 car short of them putting uh uh my pal Brody Kostecki in the car I think Van Gisbergen could be the one. I uh I you know I'd love to see it happen. I got a bunch of friends over there that work over at uh Track House and by a bunch I mean like two, but uh I have been uh, scolded for my uh, hating on me amigo uh, on last week's show and pretty much every show since he started racing. Um, I know that reminds me. I, my dad is a big amigo, and I I did not I have not made fun of him for last week's antics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, yeah. I got I got scolded a little bit, but uh, that's all right, you know. And I don't like uh, Ross Chastain, so uh, it'd be cool to see someone that uh, I can get behind. I don't even know how to say his name. Uh, pick up the win uh, going off of uh, Nashville's results. Obviously Ross Chastain picked up the win there over Truex and Hamlin uh, shout out Scott Fowler for uh, the lock of the week. That was, uh was good with Martin Truex Jr. Top three chase Elliott finished in fourth and Kyle Larson in fifth uh, at Sonoma, the last road course, Martin Truex Jr. Dick stomped them. Kyle Busch finished in second, Joey Logano third, Chris Buescher fourth, chase Elliott in fifth um, going off of your metrics too, Martin Truex Jr. Numbers kind of fly right off the charts with a 4.47. Chase Elliott, 6.33. Kyle Larson, 7.07. Chris Bell, 7.20. Ross Chastain, 7.33. Kyle Busch and A.J. Allmendinger, both in the 8.7 range. And uh, then Bill Byron and uh, Denny Hamlin to the last two. Uh, Bill Byron at 8.93. Denny Hamlin at 9.13. Both uh, all those guys falling under the uh, the top ten um, blanket, but uh, really that Martin Truex Jr. number kind of uh, kind of jumps off the charts. And for a guy that's been uh, guy that's been on uh, let's see four race four race top five streak, yeah, and one Sonoma, he's been fast. He's been lighting the world on fire. I mean, definitely a guy that I would think uh, going into the race that uh, I could see picking up uh, picking up the checkered flag. He's at no, oh, well, my app just crashed, but. Uh, and let's keep in mind, Denny could be a lot higher if he hadn't crashed at Sonoma. I mean, that's he led 33 laps, and he still was at a at a nine. I mean, that that could very well be a five. Yeah, yeah. With uh, Truex, Truex is coming in at a plus eight fifty. Him and uh, him and Larson are sharing that in the the third third spot. Uh, Chase Elliott plus six hundred and uh, Tyler Reddick plus seven hundred. Those are the favorites. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's some there's some pretty crazy odds. This is one of those deals where I think you sprinkle a couple bucks on some of these guys, a little bit of long shot odds before practice rolls. And you might be pleasantly surprised with, you know, like Denny Hamlin plus twenty five hundred. Obviously uh, not great that he mentioned that he uh, hasn't made it through that one turn ever since he started uh, trying this racetrack. But, um, you know, a guy like that, he goes out there, sets a uh, quick time and his odds are going to drop pretty, uh, pretty crazy. So, um yeah, I mean, uh, there was a couple things that I did want to mention. Um, I did have some notes. 
Shout out to uh, I Fantasy Race on Twitter. I've actually uh, quoted them a couple times. I've followed them since we started this show. And, uh, you know, this guy, Ryan, he has uh, he has some pretty good stats that he uh, throws out there on Twitter. So uh, give him a give him a follow. But uh, top drivers by average finish over the last six races heading into the weekend. Um, you know, Bill Byron was at a 5.7. Martin Truex Jr., 8.3. Kyle Busch, 10.0. Chase Elliott, 10.6. Kevin Harvick and Kyle Larson. Actually, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Larson, and Chris Buescher all come in at 11.5. Um, Chris Busher, sneaky, sneaky road course guy, also been good in the last uh, last six races. Best drivers by average finish on debuting new road courses since 2020. Chase Elliott, 1.7. Uh, Kyle Larson, 7.0. Denny Hamlin, 11.0. AJ Allmendinger, 11.7. Chris Busher, 12.0. Those are the top five. Chase Elliott, 1.7. That number absolutely jumps off the page. Um, worst, uh, this is a worst average finishes over the last seven races since Dover. Noah Gregson, uh, tough, tough. 30.7, uh, Chase Briscoe, 27.6, Ty Dillon, 27.4, Austin Sindrick, 24.6, Todd Gillen, 23.9, uh, Sindrick and Briscoe, two guys that have been good on road courses, two guys that, uh, should have a good weekend, but probably won't, I think, um, yeah, so let's see. There was. I was uh, surprised your list of uh, the best average finish on a debut and road course. I figured Joey would have been on that because I feel like every time we have a new something new and exciting, it's ruined by a Joey win. I know. Slash the Coliseum, the Bristol Dirt Race. Yeah, I, yeah, I expected he, him to be up there. Let's see. Was he? He was actually one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. He was eleventh with a fifteen point three. So I just said the top five, just because uh, I did want to mention my my driver is uh, in that top five. Um, and uh, what, are, what else did I have here? I had uh, yeah. So um, Chase Elliott's a seven-time road course winner, and three of those wins have come in debuting races at new road courses since twenty twenty. Daytona Road Course, Coda, and Road America. He uh, he went out there and won the race. And, uh, yeah, so 1.7 average finish over uh, those three. Or, I guess, yeah. Well, no, because that must there must be four. What am I missing? Daytona Road Course, Coda. Indy GP? Oh, yeah. Yep. So, and Indy, yeah. So, that, that must be the outlier there. I was going to say, if he has a one at all three of those, that doesn't make much sense um, for a 1.8. But, uh, yeah, so obviously uh, Chase, has been, Chase has been fast. I mentioned him in the, uh, you know, the the best uh, average finish over the last six races. Uh, he was over there, I think, in the top five there. And uh, he comes in here as the favorite, plus 600. And uh, I honestly thought that I was going to pull a fast one on Vegas Right uh, before the odds came out, you know, the odds usually come out on Tuesday. I felt pretty good about it. I was like, I am going with fucking engine engine number nine this weekend. I can just see it, you know, NASCAR going to Chicago, all this hype. And, you know, it, it's got they got to, uh, you know, no one likes Joey Logano. Right. So they go to the they go to the Coliseum. Joey Logano wins NASCAR. You know, Jeff Gluck's poll must have been like fucking 20 percent. You know, they go to the Bristol Dirt. Joey Logano wins. It's like, holy fuck, how many, how much, how many more times can this guy that most people hate uh win win the race? And then you got the most popular driver who's good at tracks like this going into a Chicago road course race. I'm not saying that they're gonna uh they're gonna uh give him an unfair advantage like they allegedly might have done to uh, an eight car back in the day. But uh definitely uh definitely think that uh, at the end of this one, I think Chase Elliott's gonna be in victory lane. Good road course racer, fast over the last few races. Um you know, I, I, I am just a little bit nervous for, uh, that Martin Truex Jr. with, uh, 
with your 4.47 on the uh, Mason's metric. Here, here's another number, and I just thought about this that we gotta keep in mind: 50. That is the current chance of rain for Sunday in Chicago. That could be the the monkey wrench to screw everything up because it's going to be partly cloudy tomorrow, scattered thunderstorms Saturday. So Xfinity might get a little bit of this, but Sunday's looking like a little more chance of rain, not a lot of wind, 10 to 15 miles an hour, uh, and 71 degrees. So like it's 86 tomorrow, 78 Saturday, 71 Sunday. That could come into play a little bit as far as tire grip. Um, and some of the things I, I've kind of looked at, you know, Van Gersbergen is coming in with all the supercar experience. And from what everybody said about this car, that's what it more closely resembles. Um, so that's going to play, I think, to his advantage. Truex is on a four race top 10, top five streak, uh, with including the win at Sonoma. Kyle Bush is on a five race top 10 streak. Uh, Chris Buescher, we're looking at, he finished eighth and fourth so far in the road courses. And Logano, like we talked about with the inaugural race wins and a P3 at Sonoma this season. Those guys that I'll be coming in with some swagger and some confidence. Um, how will they survive lap one? Turn one is going to be the big question. And and that's, that's, that's where I, that's why the odds are as like they are this week. I mean, you look, it's a quick cliff from chase and, and Reddick at 600, 700 to, the seventh place guy is Byron Bit Bill at a fourteen hundred, and then even quicker down to Centric and Hamlin at twenty five, and McDowell and Suarez at twenty five, Ben Disbert in at thirty three, Logano at well, Logano's down down to three thousand. He was thirty three earlier today, so obviously some people are starting to bet on him. Yeah, um, when it comes to uh, when it comes to guys that you'd think they would be good in the sim, obviously a place that people haven't seen before. I mean, you got to think William Byron, and uh, I've seen Ty Gibbs thrown around a lot on the social media for a guy that uh, has probably been in there working in the sim, kind of figuring that this is this might be a time to go out there and win a race. Obviously, he went out there at the uh, Indy Road Course, or not the Indy Road Course, sorry, the Daytona Road Course, uh, picked up his first ever Xfinity Series win, and uh, and one of his well, that actually was his first start, wasn't it? So, um, you know, a guy that's not not too shy about a uh, track that he's never been to before, a road course he's never been to before, going out there and getting in victory lane. But, yeah, like you mentioned, uh, weather, if weather is a factor, you know, just looking down the odds, uh, AJ Almendinger, obviously one that's going to jump out plus a thousand. Um, but then, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, it's it's hard to really see a guy that's going to jump off the page other than maybe, you know, Austin Sindrick plus 2,500. Obviously, he'd have some uh, experience with the with weather and, uh, you know, driving in the rain and, and uh, all of his experience. And then obviously Van Gisberton, uh, Bergen, uh, him, you know, sitting there at plus 3,300, you know, if it gets out there, if he gets out there, everyone gets out there, it starts raining. You know, I, I think that he's going to have uh, quite, quite an advantage over uh, most of these guys. He's got, he's got a couple wins this year down there in, in the Aussie V8 Super series. Um, and I just, I just thought about this and looked at it. NDGP could be a, a, one of our better comparables because there's actually five corners on that layout of 90 degrees or more, and it's a pretty flat course. Um, so that could, you know, be a good comparable to this mutant rectangle thing we have of a layout coming into Chicago. Um, and the other thing that's going to be interesting is, is the spotters. They're, they're kind of going to be in weird spots. There's, uh, 
visuals are going to be great. So that's another place Van Disbergen could have an advantage of. He's used to racing up a mountain. You know, there's not spotters up there and very tight corners. So that, that could be kind of a confidence and experience advantage for him. Yeah. I, uh, I've already, uh, sucks. I'm looking through here to try to find an odds play. It's, it's tough. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, obviously I, uh, pick chase Elliott to win plus 600. That's just kind of, uh, it's lame. You know, it's, a, it's, uh, his, he's the favorite really thought that going into this one, you know, you'd, you'd see, uh, you know, Kyle Bush, Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Larson, William Byron, you know, guys like this that have been, you know, kind of lighting the world on fire as of late, you know, Chris Busher with his road course, uh, you know, results this year. But uh, I was actually kind of surprised to see Chase Elliott was the overwhelming favorite, you know, especially over, you know, Tyler Reddick. And like I mentioned, Kyle Larson. Um, so plus 600 kind of sucks. But, uh, you know, before I even, you know, got on here to see uh, see all the odds, I kind of made my bed and uh, had gone with Chase Elliott to win the race. So that's going to be my pick to win. And, I mean, if you want to get ballsy and throw a $5 bill and some craziness, Eric Amarillo is plus 15000 to win. You know, I I would <laughs> rather I would rather go get a uh, – I'd rather go get a coffee with that $5. Um, I would rather do pretty much anything other than put $5 on Eric Amarillo to win the Chicago uh, street race. Um, no, I mean, I mean, hey, crazier things have happened. And like uh, like everyone seems to be mentioning, this is, this is going to be – this is going to be nuts. I mean, this is going to be a uh, a crazy, crazy race. That's going to have a lot of carnage, I think. And, uh, you, you know, it's going to be really tough when you go, you know, people are obviously going to be putting a lot of money on Chase, Reddick, Larson, Truex, uh, Allmendinger, Kyle Bush, William Byron, Ross Chastain. And then you go into turn one, lap one, and who's to say all those guys don't get some sort of damage, end up in a wreck, end up in the back, and uh, have to fight adversity for the rest of the day. So, uh, honestly, you know, I... I don't know who I who are you who are you thinking of going for uh, for a win? I don't even know who to pick for a top three because I, you know, I really think Chase is going to win. But then other than that, I mean, damn, it's, a, it's kind of a crapshoot for everything else. So, uh, I I just started thinking about crew chief lineups as well, and that kind of makes me feel a little better about. And I'm I'm gonna go with them. It's gonna be ballsy, and people, you know, everybody's gonna say, "Oh, the '91 hasn't done that great," but Shane. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my do this on the pod. Shane Van Gisbergen with Darian Grubb dialing it in, hmm. and Waddell on the radio. Yeah. I uh, I think I think this could be Project 91's weekend. I think the stars are aligning. Uh, seeing Darian Grubb as the crew chief just made me go, hmm. Okay, but then also like. I know it's been a tough season for him, but we're looking at a change of crew chief and Richard Boswell on the on the bots for Chase Bristow. They might get ballsy. I could see him being a top five or top ten pick. Uh, I didn't have him on my original list, but now that I'm looking at that, let's see, where is he at on the top five? Top five, he's coming in at a plus 750 on Barstool. That's not terrible. No. For, no. for a return. Yeah, especially you know a, a guy that I would feel comfortable with if uh, if it does get a little wet. So yeah, I mean guys like that, and then yeah, when it gets wet. I've got him as a top ten in Jensen Button, but I, I, you know he could even get better. The wet could equalize the poor equipment that he's in. Watching, well, you know, he's in the Stewart House Stewart Ware car, 
Hmm. We'll call it. So the, you know, Jensen Button now that he has a little experience under his belt could be uh could be one to contend with a he has a street course background. Um where a lot of these guys don't. So that's yeah, that's something to play in. So I'll I'll go top down and just make a call. I'm gonna go Van Jesberg and win. I'm gonna stick with Truett's at a top three. Um McDowell top five. And then Jensen Button for the top ten. So that's a thirty three hundred for Van Gisbergen, two fifty for MTJ, three fifty for McDowell, and three twenty five for Button. Uh, Try to just be a little different, be a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh Oh man. Uh I don't, I don't know that it's too crazy, but I feel like the odds are kind of crazy. You know, now you, you've kind of talked me into it. Uh, I was just going to go with a top five play, but I think I might have to add a top three in here. So Chase Elliott to win plus 600, not great odds. A guy that has some pretty crazy odds to, uh, you know, have two positions to spare. Got to go with the 22, Joey Logano, plus 800 for a top three. Uh, I think that those are pretty crazy odds for a guy that's obviously aggressive. I think you're going to have to be pretty aggressive here. Uh, and uh, a guy that, like you've mentioned, has uh, you know come out here and uh, kind of dominated some of the uh, the new races that we've put on the schedule. So I think those odds are crazy. I don't think you're going to see many times you're going to get Joey Logano at those odds for a top three. So as much as I don't like him, I'm going to have to go with uh, Joey Logano plus 800 for a top three. Um, some cra- pretty crazy, crazy long shot odds. I mean, you know, Ryan Blaney plus a thousand, Chase Briscoe plus 1300 for a top for a top three. Um, now that's just you know those are those are some pretty uh, pretty insane odds you know I I will mention that uh, I did look up the stats on road courses when we uh, went to Sonoma and Ryan Blaney should have been way better than he was and by God was he one of the worst cars on the racetrack so um, you know it uh, I don't know what 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 was going on there at Sonoma maybe he'll have a little bit better showing but uh, I'm gonna have to stay away from a guy that otherwise I would take. Um, you know, top five, he's even coming in at a, uh, plus you know, plus five fifty. another guy that we, we have mentioned that is, uh, coming in at some pretty crazy odds, Chase Briscoe. I'm going to have to take him at a, at a, uh, at a top five, you know, I've, I've had a couple, a uh, couple good weeks here and now I'm going to have to start swinging for the fences, at least odds wise, Joe Lagano plus 800 top three, Chase Briscoe plus seven fifty for a top five road course guy. Uh, going to the Chicago street course. I mean, they're going to have to do anything. They're going to have to play some strategy. They're going to have to swing for the fences and really try to get a win in one of these races where, uh, you know, he's he hasn't been good anywhere at all. Second uh, second worst average finish over the last six races or seven races, like I mentioned. Um, you know, if there's ever going to be a race that he's going to do halfway decent at, it's going to have to be this one. So uh, I will go with a, go with a Chase Briscoe top three plus 750. And uh, I think I got one more. What uh? What are you looking at? Anything else? So, an outlying stat that Todd just got my attention as I brought up the Indy GP last year's top five for Indy. Reddick won, but then you look at the rest of the top five, and it's interesting: Cindric, Burton, Gilliland, Wallace. I think. Two and three, I can't trust. Sindrick's been, he was hot, now he's told. Harry needs to go back to the Canaan series. Mm-hmm. Um, Todd 
is having a rough time because he's, he's got no confidence behind him. He needs a stable ride. But I looked at Bubba in Chicago. Mike, you know, Mike returning home to a degree. <sighs> Freddie better be good on the calls because that car needs a needs a, a run here. I think a top ten at three plus three hundred isn't crazy. I'd like to see him in the top five. Yep. Yeah. I don't hate it. I think that, uh, you know, a novelty racetrack like that and all those outlying factors, I think that Bubba's smart enough, um, especially I think that this, this race is going to have to uh, have to have a, a good spotter on the ones and twos. You're going to have to have Waddell up there, uh, you know, calling the shots and navigating them through the race. Um, yeah, I like I like the Bubba Wallace play. I was kind of looking at his odds. I was looking down the list. I was looking for some crazy, crazy odds to go go uh, go for. And uh, man. They have absolutely no faith in my man. You know, I, I mentioned, obviously, uh, Chase Briscoe, terrible, terrible odds, plus 750, or good odds. Terrible, terrible average finish over the last handful of races. The guy that led the charge with the worst finish, finish average finish over the last six, seven races, Noah Gregson, plus 1,000 for a top 10. I mean, man. That, that you, you got to have a little bit more faith in the boy, you know, like you mentioned, Harrison Burton, Todd Gillen, both top five in the, uh, the race at Indy last year, both of them are coming in right around where Noah's at. But I mean, Noah is the outlier here. Noah plus a thousand Andy Lally plus 2000, which I don't even hate, but, uh, you know, those Rick Ware cars, I just, I, I refuse. Um, and then, uh, Ty Dillon, who is useless and Josh Balicki, who is just as useless, uh, Noah Gregson, uh, you know, out back there with those guys, you know, coming off of a week where uh, obviously uh, they're going to have something to race for, I think, as a team, they're obviously going to have to swing for the fences. Um, you know, what what better what better place to choose chaos than, uh, you know, downtown Chicago? And not to be dark, but the team owners having a rough time. Motivation could very well be on their side here and. They could pull. They could pull a miracle, and give Jimmy something to smile about in, in his in his dark moment. I think that I think that uh, you know for the team and how bad they've been this this year. I think that you know if if they come out of there with both cars in the top fifteen, it's a good day. Um, you know they're they're obviously they haven't been where they want to be. I think it's you know obviously you want both cars in the top ten. I, I want to see you know Eric Jones go out there and win the race. I want to see Noah win the race. I want to see. Um, you know, both those guys run one, two, that would be, uh, that'd be great. Great to see. Um, you know, do I see it happening? Probably not, but, uh, that would obviously be cool. And, uh, you know, we love good stories that, that being said, uh, you know, they, they just have no faith in, in the kid. And, uh, he was running up there in the top 10 at Sonoma, ended up getting uh, shuffled back. He, uh, he's not a bad road course racer. He was obviously good in the Xfinity series. Um, I think that, uh, I think that he's going to have a good, I think he's going to have a good, hopefully they haven't changed his keys to uh, get into the sim. That's uh, that's the only concern that I have. But uh, like I mentioned, I think that there's going to be a lot of wrecking. I think that, you know, they got Luke Lambert up on the ones and twos. I think he's smart enough to tell the kid, just, you know, be cautious, be, you know, be easy. There's going to be yellows in this race. Just kind of keep your clean, your nose clean and uh, we'll try to adjust and get better as the race goes on. So I'm going to go with Noah and, uh, you know, plus a thousand. That's pretty crazy. You know, 20 bucks, $200 just for a top 10. I mean, Give me that every day. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big Luke Lambert fan over here. I've been for a long time. 
and looking back, it is Xfinity time. I mean, you look at Andy GP for Noah. You got a fifth, and you've got a third. So, I mean, a top ten shouldn't be far fetched. No, I definitely don't. I definitely don't think it's too far fetched. I think that he's uh, he's sitting back there too far. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Corey LaJoy's been been decent this year. I don't know why he's at a plus six hundred and Noah's at a plus a thousand um, for a for a road course. That uh, that definitely stuck out, and uh, you know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be uh, cheering cheering for Noah somewhere with a beer in my hand uh, just to finish in the top ten, and uh, I feel good about it. Honestly, I feel better. I I don't feel good about the. I think it's just the drivers. You know, obviously I like Noah. Uh, I I've liked Chase in the past. I really feel confident about Chase winning the race. I do not like Joey Logano, and I do not like Chase Briscoe, and uh, I don't feel great about those two bets, but uh, the other two feel pretty good about. I think yeah, it's gonna be a great weekend. We'll see what uh what the weather does to add to uh add to the fun because it's definitely gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch no matter what happens. Um, as as much as I was kind of against this idea, the timing and the place, I think there were better options. But I think it will it will be a you know a lot. It won't be worth a sixty three dollar six pack of beer, but it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, I uh, I've always been kind of against you know adding uh, well not not having adding novelty races, but uh, just there's so much road course racing and uh, it just seems like from everyone involved. I mean, I saw NASCAR hired like 900 personal security guards or something like that for the race. It's like, dude, well, come on, <laughs> like it's uh, it's just kind of a ridiculous uh, ridiculous thought. But uh, nonetheless, I mean, it'll be fun. They'll make it make it a spectacle. It's obviously on NBC now, so uh, they'll bring great coverage and. Uh, I uh, did rip before we go. I did want to mention uh, only podiums kind of mentioned them when we first started. This show's always been brought to you by only podiums and that's our, uh, that's our shooting for this weekend. Um, you know, uh, we, uh, we, we ended up on the podium a lot last weekend and uh, I feel, uh, feel, I feel, you know what, Joey Logano to plus 800. I feel confident about that. I think that's just another, uh, another thing going against Joey. And I feel like when Joey's backs against the wall, he performs pretty well. So, um, you know, that's uh I can't say that that's my uh, Scott Fowler lock of the week, but uh, you about said Scott Foster again. I know. I always want to. I always <laughs> want to say because Sean Sean Foster has just been said. I feel like more times, you know, um, just in basic conversation. Because usually Scott Fowler, you can't bring most of the stuff that he says up in conversation because it's like his poop lube and shit and um, literally. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> shout out to uh, Jay Townsend and Only Podiums. We're uh, we're gonna try to get uh, some podiums and uh, get some people some money this weekend and. Uh, Shout out to Scott Fowler for uh, you know sponsoring the show. They've been with us ever since the beginning, so definitely appreciate those guys. The uh, the Scott Fowler lock of the week. Um, damn, what do we? That's a tough you, one. You know, I didn't even take him, but uh, you know, again, second week in a row, I'm going to go with a uh, Martin Truex Jr. top three. <laughs> I didn't take him. You took him. That's uh, that's uh, you know, well, that was the the Scott Fowler. Uh, Lock of the week last week. I didn't take him. Reagan took him. And then uh, as the practice rolled on, I saw how quick he was. I put money on him and uh, added him to my bet slip. Uh, he's been on a roll. He's been on a hot streak. And uh, I feel like he's going to be pretty good. He's a good little road course racer. So, um, yeah. Single Martin being dangerous. Yeah, apparently. Well, uh, thank you, Mesa, for jumping on. Uh, Reagan's lost at sea. I think that he was on a, a, a submersile or whatever, submissile going to see the Titanic. So hopefully he gets back up the shore and uh, can make it back to one of these uh, two, three, four fucking weeks. Uh, you know, some some week in the future, I'm sure he'll show up. Um, but uh, 
definitely, uh, you know, good to have uh, the guy that provides a lot of our notes and uh, you know stuff like that on uh, on the show. So thanks for jumping on in his uh, his absence. Anytime, anytime. Good to have a depth chart. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, this has been uh, episode something or other of the uh, Black Flag Playbook. Uh, thank you all for listening, and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll we'll uh, yeah, we'll see you at the cash counter. That's that's supposed to be Reagan's job, you know. I let's make, let's make them hurt. Yeah, we uh, we'll see you guys at the cash counter.